Welcome, Welcome to the Bacon Game Sports Box. Your source for the latest on baseball, football, and whatever else he feels like talking about. Get ready. Here is your host, Jesse. Um, this is Jesse here, back with the Bacon Games podcast. We have a special guest. Um, Sean, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Sean Ward. Um, I'm a college soccer player for Salem State University um, in Massachusetts. Um, I just want to thank Jesse for allowing me to be able to come on here, share some experiences that I've gone through um, en route to college and in throughout college. Yeah, no problem. Take it away. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, the route to to uh, college soccer was, was definitely different than um, I'd say for most people uh, a little, a little uh, off the beaten path, I guess um, def- definitely struggled uh, in my early age, especially um, in high school um, being smaller, um, not as technical, not having um, as much exposure as other players in terms mm-hmm. of club and stuff like that, just due to finances. Um, so I always stick to town soccer, youth soccer, um, in high school. So I feel like I was, um, always below, um, the level that everyone else was playing at just cause you know, they, they were playing at a higher level, traveling with club teams, playing better players throughout Massachusetts and new England. And I was kind of grounded towards, you know, my County, which was Middlesex County playing the towns and cities surrounding. Um, so going into high school, I, ha- I actually almost quit because I just didn't want to do it because I felt like, you know, it was just going to be a struggle, and I, I was nervous about high school and grades. But I ended up, one of my good friends' um, dads ended up convincing me to, to play. Um, so I ended up playing. I started on the freshman team my freshman year, and then I went to the JV my sophomore year. Had a good season, um, and then really trained hard that offseason going into my junior year. And I thought I would have had a great chance to be able to get called up um, to play varsity. Um, but it didn't happen like that. The coach didn't see anything or something. So I talked to him after tryouts and he said, you know, he just didn't think I was ready to play at the next level. He thought I was too small. I wasn't fast enough physically or with the ball. Um, and that he, he, he wanted to see me on the JV again, mm-hmm. um, which I had one of my best seasons. I think it was like nine goals, seven assists, something like that coming out of the midfield. Um, and then at the end of the year, I is, ended up is that calling what you play? You, yeah, you're midfield. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, varies. Uh, in high school, I was more centrally, um, mm-hmm. either as a CDM or just central uh, central midfielder. Gotcha. Um, in college, it kind of switched up a little. Um, I played a little center mid, a little outside mid, um, mm-hmm. and then back this year again center mid, um, which for me was always um, my position. Um, I was more of like a raw athlete, so I kind of had that engine that could keep me going. Um, and I really wasn't the most technical player, mm-hmm. so I could definitely, you know, compete, go box to box. But um, when it came to like being a, a center attacking mid, I didn't have that creativity that other players had with the foot skill, um, which probably hindered me to those two positions. Um, but senior year, I ended up making the varsity and I didn't start until halfway through the year. I played just, you know, a handful of games. And we ended up switching up the formation because we were struggling and we played two center defensive midfielders. Um, and then I got pulled up to the starting 11 and I played next to one of my best friends at the center defensive position. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, I started the rest of the year. We ended up making the tournament. 
um, won the first round, lost in the second round. But from there on, I kind of didn't know uh, what was going to happen um, because I, after the season, I made a um, highlights tape. You know, I had a letter of recommendation from um, one of the coaches that I worked with that was actually a director of one of the clubs in New England. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a letter of recommendation. I reached out to the schools I applied to for school because for me it was academics first. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I definitely sure. I definitely wanted to continue to play. Um, so I reached out, sent the letters, sent the video and didn't really hear back. If I did, it was more so like, oh, you know, we're having an ID camp, uh, you know, X date, you know, come out, see what you got. And then there was one. So WPI, which is Worcester Polytech Institute in Worcester. Um, Western Mass, they reached out to me or the coach, Brian Kelly, reached out to me. He was running a clinic actually in my hometown or my home city, Woburn, mm-hmm. um, for six weeks or so um, at this facility. And, and I ended up going out, meeting him a few times. And the way D3 works, um, it's kind of hard to pull strings and to get kids into school <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Um, unless they're, you know, really something special um, because there's also no scholarships at D3. Um mm-hmm. So he he just said, you know, we, we'd like to, you know, have you on the team. You know, you might not play a lot, but you definitely fill a spot, a big spot for us. Um, but I, you have to wait to see if you get in academically. Mm-hmm. And my SATs were definitely lacking. Um, so you I can't know that feeling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was the tough part. So that kind of kind of held me back and, and I didn't get accepted into that. Um, and then that that was pretty much it. I kind of thought that, you know, without that, um you know, after not coming out of high school and not being playing club, mm-hmm. you know, that was like my last kind of chance at it because um, mm-hmm. I can't use that video a year later and, re, you know, apply to other schools. They'll be like, you know, what what have you been doing the past year? So mm-hmm. I ended up just saving money and just going. I actually moved out to Worcester, mm-hmm. um, lived there for a year and just went to a community college out there, saved some money, just okay. do my classes. Yeah. Um, and just kind of just trained here and there, worked out. I wasn't really you know, I was kind of still bummed about it. So I was mm-hmm. kind of just going through the motions. I was just, you know, training or whatever, because mm-hmm. I was playing U19s for my city again in the spring, mm-hmm. which is basically just, I mean, it's like a younger men's team. I mean, yeah, it was very, not, it's competitive, but it's not that competitive. There's state, there's playoffs and everything, but it wasn't a level that was anything to make a video out of and send to coaches. So, mm-hmm. um, so that was the fall of 2016. So that was my first freshman year. So I did that, and then things didn't really go in Worcester. I didn't like living there. The city was um, just a little too much for me. So I ended up transferring to Salem State. And this mm-hmm. was in the process of they had a coach here, Don Goodwin, who was the head coach for years. And the record just wasn't there for them the past handful of years. So they ended up letting him go. Um, they were looking for a new head coach. So when I came in here the spring, um, this would have been January 2017. They had mm-hmm. no head coach at the time. Mm-hmm. And I just came here. I knew no one, no one here. Um, it just so happened that one of the times I was at the field just training, um, a bunch of the guys that were on the team from the fall were just playing pickup. And I got mm-hmm. in, whatever. Somebody took, got some phone numbers down, and they added me to a chat. Nice. Um, and then they finally got the new head coach, um, Matt Correa, who was the coach of Daniel Webster College that just closed down in New Hampshire and he just won three straight conference championships and the NECC. So he came in and, you know, as a new coach, I wanted to reach out to him. And I guess I wasn't the only one thinking that, 
because he was kind of aggravated. He said that I like, you know, reached out to him late and he's got all these people reaching out to him and they all want to play. And so we definitely, we didn't get off on the right foot uh, from the beginning. We kind (laughs) of, there was, um, because, you know, messages can be misleading because, you know, you yeah. don't know the, to- the tone that they're exactly, sent in. Yeah. So yeah. he interpreted some things and I interpreted some things and we we exchanged some um, kind of passive aggressive messages. And <laughs> he ended up he ended up reaching out to me a few days later, you know, saying that we got off on the wrong foot and, you know, you know, we should um, meet. And we met and he wanted me to come out for spring practices. And um, that was basically the start of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he let me come out, practice spring league. You get to practice twice a week, um, legally from the NCAA. So twice mm-hmm. a week for four weeks, and then you, you're allowed to play, um, 90 minutes worth of scrimmages. Mm-hmm. So, um, because he just came here, he didn't have any recruits. And a lot of the players from the previous coach were very lazy and he, and they didn't do spring before. Mm-hmm. So he told them, he was like, you know, if you don't come to do spring, then don't bother showing up in the fall, mm-hmm. which a lot of them did because only about like four players returned. So okay, well. in spring we were we were very thin. So I ended up getting to start both of the scrimmages and this so this was my first time college exposure level at all. Mm-hmm. And I was like and I was thrown in the midfield in a four four two and I was like, Wow, I am I don't know if I'm ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was getting run around by um this college Pine Manor south of Boston. Mm-hmm. Um very technical players. Um, a lot of them coming from like Texas, um, a lot of technical players. And then we played Endicott College, which is a <laughs> yeah. pri- private school. Yeah, I so know they Endicott. Are all I physically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're very physical. They're all fit. They're bigger guys. And they, they ran through me, too. And I was like, wow. So I knew going into that summer, there was a lot that I needed to work on. Um, but I didn't know if I was going to be able to catch up to the level that I needed to in time. Mm-hmm. Um, before the fall 2017 season, which was ended up being my first um, actual season. Um, so that that came around and, you know, preseason starts like second week of August. And I was training all summer. I was doing, you know, the cardio. I was doing the fitness drills and all that. And, you know, I show out for preseason and, and I still I knew one I had one good buddy that I lived with or not lived with, lived next to in the, the residence hall. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still like one of my best friends today. Um, his name was Grace Dos Santos. And so me and him, we kind of chatted, and, you know, we both moved in at the same time and we both had to go to the meetings and do the physicals and the concussion tests. So for me and him, we were, you know, we were kind of close from the beginning of the season because he was a sophomore too. So he just got off his freshman year mm-hmm. playing for them. He was one of the returners. Um, so, you know, we do that. And for me, it was kind of like, I don't know, it was different for me. You know, you go out for the meetings, you know, they're they're taking your your weight, you're doing physicals, you're doing concussion tests, which is not something that we were doing at my like high school. So for me, it seems like it seemed very like, not like professional, you know what I mean? You're going out. Oh, yeah. 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 So it was definitely interesting. Um, And then the next day, you know, you start out the first day of preseason with the fitness test, you know, you complete that and then you go through double days for the next five days. And it was a lot, but I, I physically I was ready. I was in really good shape, so I was completing everything. But I was definitely still lacking the technical ability, because um, I mean all these kids coming from clubs, they're coming from, you know, playing at teams like we had a bunch of like four or five players from Lowell High that mm-hmm. just came off at like a state championship. Um, mm-hmm. So it was it was definitely intimidating. 
Yeah. Um, but, uh, it was, it was, it was a good season. Um, you know, we ended up, I ended up some injuries happened and well, I should, I shouldn't say fortunately, but I mean, <laughs> unfor- okay. you can unfortunately say for okay. them, fortunately for me, you know, one of our star freshman recruits that came in ended up tearing his ACL in the first game. Yikes. Um, so he got bumped. So I was technically like the fourth center mid in a four, four, two, and then they were kind of using me on the wing. So now that bumped mm-hmm. me to the third. So I was the first man off the bench, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I played some big minutes, but I didn't feel like I was effective. I was more so going in and just defending and, you know, just making the simple passes because I still think I just wasn't wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. Um, but the year went good. You know, I got uh, more minutes than I was expecting um, for it being no with no club, no nothing, just mm-hmm. being my first season. Um so it was good. You know, we, we ended up going undefeated in conference, um, making the playoffs, going to the final and actually winning the final in PKs against Westfield State. OK, um, cool. And winning nice. the, the MASCAC. Yeah. And the coach's first season and everyone else. We, yeah. We were starting like seven freshmen. It was it was pretty nuts. So um, it was like the start of a dynasty, right? So you're telling yeah, me? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> it was like the new reign of, mm-hmm. of the MASCAC was was Salem State. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, and, and it was really thanks to like we had this we had this player, Miley Hernandez or, or Miley Milongo. Um, he was from Lowell. He was like the leading Massachusetts goal scorer. I mean, this kid was like like the great the craziest player I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, he scored like 17 goals for us. Like he just went off. Um, and you, and he came to us because he didn't have the grades to go to UMass Lowell, which was D1. Um, so we kind of got him for a year. And then he ended mm-hmm. up leaving to, to UMass Lowell. Now he's actually signed um, in the USL for the Revs 2 team. Um, so he's playing, I guess, technically semi-pro uh-huh. um, on the, the team for the Revs. Yeah. But so let's see. The season ends. Mm-hmm. Um, I just keep training because I definitely know what I needed to work on. Um, just kept training working out and and the one thing that surprised me that when I got to college was there was a lot of players that were very very technical very in sh- in shape mm-hmm. but they didn't they didn't really have like the work ethic like I don't know if it it's probably like a D3 thing mm-hmm. um that they might they were so good that they didn't need to but like I was looking at some of them and they just weren't like working like yeah. they were not they were not putting in work um which I noticed right off the bat so I knew I could catch up Mm-hmm. Um, it was going to take a lot of work, but I knew I could catch up. <laughs> so um, I just trained all throughout the year. continue. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just played spring ball um, after that championship season. Um, I guess I should touch on the NCAA tournament experience. That was pretty surreal. Sure. Um, you know, we so we win the championship on a Sunday at home, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. then Monday – around i think it was like two o'clock on ncaa.com they had the draft show or the the bracket release for us so you know we're sitting in the in a classroom just Mm -hmm. watching waiting to see our name um and we ended up pulling um amherst college which was the reigning semi-finalist for Mm -hmm. the national championship the year before so it wasn't like the best pull possible but um it was so good to be able to to be able to be in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Um, 
the Monday, so we won the championship on Sunday, Monday afternoon, you know, we all get out of class. We go to just at the, our athletic center is called the, um, the Gazette Fitness Center or the O'Keefe Center. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're there in a classroom um, just watching on the stream of NCAA.com, just waiting for the bracket. Mm-hmm. Bracket finally comes out. Um, we pull Amherst um, College. The, it's a private school. They were ranked like the highest they ranked in the D3 rankings that, that season was like second or mm-hmm. third. So, I mean, they were they were one of the best teams in the country. So, um, you know, we definitely had a test um, for that. So we get out there. We The game is on Saturday. So, you know, mm-hmm. we train Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday we get out of class. We get to go up there early. And the field there is like grass, but it's like it's like unreal grass. Uh-huh. You know, they give us our they give us our own locker room with our all the things. We get like a pass that we have to wear because, you know, it's NCAA and you can't have people in behind in the locker room, stuff like that. So, yeah, it was pretty crazy. So we get there, you know, we train. It was freezing. It was like it was like 12 degrees. And, Jeez, you know, yeah. Get, <laughs> yeah. So you get there yeah. and then the NCAA, they pay for your your hotel. They pay okay. for your dinner. We ended up going to um, an Italian restaurant. Nice. Um, so we do that. We get back to the, the hotel. We sleep. We wake up the next day ready to to take care of business, um, get on the bus. We head out there. And it didn't start off well for us. We, we, we gave up a PK, so that was one nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our senior captain midfielder got a red card um, for, like, this kid did something, and then he slapped him back, and then the ref saw it, so he got a red yeah. um, so now we're down to 10 men, down one nothing, um, and then my friend Grace actually takes the whole team on on the left side, cuts in, scores a goal. It's 1-1, mm-hmm. um, and then we gave up a goal pretty much in the Olympico um, with two minutes left in the game. It was just an in-swinging corner. Goalie mm-hmm. went to catch it or punt or punch it or something, and it, and it just went straight into the side netting. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of heartbreaking. Um, Cause that's it. Like if you play, then you play the next day on Sunday versus the winner of the game after us. Mm-hmm. So instead, you know, we're packing up the locker room and, and our bags and we're getting on a bus for another, for a two two hour ride home right after mm-hmm. a loss. So it wasn't um, what we wanted, but for me personally, um, never expecting to even just play college soccer, mm-hmm. just to be in that opportunity to, to experience that was something special. Yeah. For um, sure. And, and it, it kind of left like a sour taste in everyone's mouth. So, you know, when spring season rolls around, everyone was really training hard because we knew what, what it took to, to win a championship and, and what it took to get to the NCAA tournament. Um, and we all wanted to get back um, because, I mean, like I said, where we wanted to get to. Um, although our goal was to win um, another conference championship, we definitely wanted to try and get further in the NCAA tournament um, because the team that we had, it was, it was young. I mean, mm-hmm. that championship team we started, like I said, it was like seven, seven or eight freshmen. Um, so we were, we were going to be around these guys, these players were going to be around for a while. Um, mm-hmm. Especially because, I mean, we got like nine all conference first team players. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the league knew we were going to be around for a while. Um, they, and the, when the preseason rolled around, they ended up putting us, um, the number one pick, um, what they thought that we were going to win, um, when the year we actually won, they ranked us six out of eight. 
Uh-huh. Um, so they were definitely surprised by that. But for me, um, after training the whole spring, playing spring, training the whole summer, getting in shape, um, things just didn't add up um, with my financial aid, being able to live on campus um, uh-huh. and just living at home and things going on at home with money. So I actually had to take the year off from soccer, mm-hmm. um, which was probably one of like the worst semesters I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, because of how much work I put in and, you know, coming off a championship, I mean, I was hungry. I wanted another one. Yeah. And, yeah. um, you know, having to now be home and commute from home because I couldn't afford to live on school, mm-hmm. um, just working. And then I think the first like few months, it was like September and middle, middle of October. I was just like in a slump. I wasn't working out. I wasn't training. I was just watching, you know, my friends, you know, I'd watch the games online. Yeah. I'd, I'd yeah, talk yeah. to them. Um, it was a very tough uh, semester. Mm-hmm. So eventually, I forget what it was. I was watching, you know, some documentary um, or interview with um, with Kobe and, and one of the ones that he was doing with um, talking about his post-retirement and stuff like that and experiences mm-hmm. that he had. And he said something um, in terms of like when he was young and he was in Italy you know, he played in a summer league and he didn't score one basket the whole summer. And, you mm-hmm. know, he started training like two hours every day and, you know, so on and so forth, however it goes on. And I thought like, OK, you know, I wasn't where I wanted to be last year. Um, I'm working now. I know for sure I'll have the money to play and live there next year. Um, it's just a matter of me wanting if I'm going to play now, because I mean, he brought in a lot of good players. When you win a championship, everyone wants to play for you. So I knew (laughs) taking the year off, I kind of lost my spot. Mm -hmm. Um, So I knew I had to get better to prove myself. And from then on, I remember I wrote on a piece of paper that was still at home. I don't live at home anymore, but it's still there next to my desk. Um, It was like the days until the next preseason. And if I were to work out two hours every day, it was like 500 and something hours. And I was like, okay, there's no way I I don't get better Uh training for 500 hours. Like there's no (laughs) way I don't get better. Um, that'd be real bad <laughs> yeah that would be bad so I mean obviously that would that would two hours every single day while working you know 30 mm-hmm. hours a week and full-time student wasn't realistic but yeah. I knew it was it would be something close to that mm-hmm. um so I, I committed myself from then on it was like the middle of October um I was in a group online that played uh pickup every Saturday and Sunday um at a not competitive rate but everyone was competitive Mm-hmm. Um, they might have not been the best, but everyone really um, wanted to play and, and they go hard. So mm-hmm. I would train and work out, you know, Monday, Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, maybe like four of the five days, mm-hmm. three of the five days. And then I play pickup the Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I caught up quick and I didn't realize I did um, just putting in a lot of hours, you know. And so I met with the coach right after the season, they ended up losing in the semifinals and mm-hmm. NPKs. So for them, it was a tough year. Um, he was losing a few players due to ineligibility and all right. Yeah. So, um, I up fairly quick without knowing, um, you know, after the season. So we start our off season technically, um, right after Christmas or right after, <laughs> um, that Christmas break. So we start futsal inside in the gym, um, for, a month and a half and then we go outside for spring practices so I, I rejoined um doing the futsal and i i was surprised at how much 
more confident I was on ball, mm-hmm. um, which is probably just the amount of, I worked a lot on technical ability, um, a lot of like small touches and, and juggling and, and dribbling. So when we got to futsal, I was way more confident on ball and I was like kind of surprised at myself. I was like, okay, you know, we'll see where this goes. And then we get into spring and because I've been training just so hard for the past few months, I mean, I was in shape and a lot mm-hmm. of everyone else weren't in shape. Um, so when we did spring league and, you know, we'd compete one day and just do, you know, 5v5, 6v6 and keep stats and everything. And the other day we do a lot of fitness and technical and drills and stuff. And yep. um, I mean, I, I ended up being like the top scorer, top assists um, for the whole spring. And I was surprised. I was like, OK, something's up. Um, mm-hmm. And I, it was either, you know, the technical work that I put in or I was just in better shape than everyone else, um, mm-hmm. which is which could be true. Um, so the season ends and I end up moving out to Salem in an apartment, um, basically like next to the field. And um, from that spring on, I, I put in I kept track of my hours and I was kept keeping track of what I was eating. Um, mm-hmm. I started really to make the sacrifices um, because I knew he was bringing in good players and, and I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I gave up, um, mm-hmm. I gave up eating fast food. I gave up, um, soda, which I used to drink too much of. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, was, I started cutting those things out, mm-hmm. um, and keeping track of the little things. So, you know, every day I, I was doing 75 push-ups just to get stronger mm-hmm. because I still wasn't the strongest. So every day, you know, in the morning at night, I'd be doing push-ups. Um, mm-hmm. I'd be doing waking up if I had to work at 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be going to the field at like 7:38 to get a few, get a, you know, an hour and a half in, go to mm-hmm. work, get out of work at like, you know, five, six, and then just go to the gym after and lift. Mm-hmm. So I was putting in a lot of work and I was like mentally and physically drained. Um, but mm-hmm. in the end it was, it was kind of worth it. You know, I definitely came in and I kind of held that same spot, um, that I did in 2017, which, which I anticipated, mm-hmm. which is that kind of 12th man spot. Yeah. Um, which on a team, you know, I had to be realistic. I knew I wasn't going to be able to catch up to the starters. Um, they were just, you know, they were playing club. They were playing at a high level since, you know, a young age, teens age. Um, but I definitely wanted to be able to still have that impact on the field. Um, so I kept working and I did earn that like 12th man spot. Um, kind of dropped a little. It, was, it varied between, you know, being the first off the bench, being the second or third off the bench, depending on the game and what, the, what you know, the coach needed. Um, but I definitely felt way more comfortable on ball. I was getting mm-hmm. the ball. I was attacking. I wasn't just making, you know, the simple passes. Um, so the season kind of went well personally for me. Um, I wish I would have played a little more than I did, but I mean, doesn't everyone? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the season went well. We ended up clinching the first seed or the second seed due to a tiebreaker. Um, one in PKs in the semifinals, and then we ended up losing the final one nothing, um, which was which was really tough. Yeah, it's brutal. Um, yeah, especially like all the all the hours and everything you put in, and you get to that Sunday, and because we lost the tiebreaker, um, due to like the way the MASCAC does it, it's like we both had the same seven zero and one record, mm-hmm. but they base it off of not goals against or goals for. They base it off of strength of schedule. So they base oh, it off okay. the win win percentage yeah. of the opponents that you play, um, which is kind of interesting. But um, we played – so it was Framingham. We were tied with they, – they played like um, Tufts University, who are the reigning 
national champions and so they had like good players they got smacked by all those teams but they had a big their you know win percentage was higher so they got the first seed so now we're going out there um leaving at 8 a.m on a sunday after playing you know a double overtime and then pks on friday Mm -hmm. um into framingham and it was just a different experience you know they had a lot of fans there we gave up a pretty weak goal that our goalie kind of struggled with all year um, and he gave up a soft goal and we just, just couldn't find the back of the net. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, personally and, and a few other players, they think that, you know, there were some coaching adjustments and decisions that were, were made and not made that could have, um, helped us. But at the end of the day, you know, we didn't win. Um, mm-hmm. and it, and it kind of, it, it stung, um, for a while, but for me, um, I, I'm able to, easily forget those things you know kind of put it in the past and just get back to work um so you know we lose the final on sunday we get back to salem you know later in the day um and then monday morning i was i was just back in the gym you know Mm -hmm. just just doing back to what i was doing um but um i don't i already kind of um me and the coach kind of had some disagreements on certain things and um although i do respect him we kind of I kind of stepped away um, mm-hmm. from playing next year um, and I'm kind of just focusing on training um, other players, which is something I did in 2017 mm-hmm. when I took that year off. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I, I take a lot of time to, to train. I trained and coached uh, players in Woburn during my year off. Um, so that's what I've been kind of doing. I've been working a lot with um, the right back on the team. Um, mm-hmm. This kid, this kid, Damon, really good friends with him. Me and him have been training a lot. Um, so it's kind of the role I've accepted now. Um, mm-hmm. I'll still play probably my men's league. Um, and then we'll see if an opportunity opens at a um, an MPSL team, um, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a semi-pro team. But mm-hmm. I've kind of just been focusing on the training, getting my Instagram page back up. Um, yeah which was, it was like a training. I had all the ex, the old videos on there, drills and, mm-hmm. you know, daily workouts and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I've kind of accepted that, you know, my college run, even though it should have been three years, it was only two years is kind of mm-hmm. short lived, but I, I do enjoy training. Um, something that I really enjoy doing because I've been working, um, on my craft by myself for since, I mean, like I said, junior year, Mm-hmm. Um, so I acquired a lot of knowledge in terms of training, what works, what doesn't work. Um, and I get a lot of respect from my teammates and the players that they, they, you know, I get every week, I get a few players, you know, Hey, you know, can you, you want to meet up this week? I'm trying to train, mm-hmm. which for me, it's kind of, it's kind of like, they know that I work hard mm-hmm. and they know I put a lot of pride in that. And then that I'm probably one of the most hardworking players. So I respect the fact that they, they hit me up and they want to, they want me to help them train. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do it, no questions asked, no money, um, just for the love of the game. And the, they're my teammates and, you know, mm-hmm. you build, you build a brotherhood with those guys and, you know, I'd do anything for them. So yeah. for the most part, um, it's just something that, that I'll never forget. Um, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like, it's bittersweet. Um, cause you know, I was able to win one championship and get one mm-hmm. ring, but then you lose in the final. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but thinking back from, you know, sophomore and junior year you know, getting cut from varsity and stuff to play, playing college was, was definitely something, uh, was definitely something interesting. Yeah. Yeah, for uh, sure. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it seems like a pretty non-traditional story. It's pretty interesting for sure. Um, so you're out of college now, is that correct? Are you you still in um, college? Or? So I should be technically, uh, I mean, I started in 2016. I should be a uh-huh. senior, but uh-huh. that community college kind of screwed me over. Uh, okay. I kind of got, I got sick. I had to drop one of the classes. So I was under credit. So I'm actually a semester behind. So okay. I'll be done in the fall next year. Okay, so I, cool. co- I could technically play another year, but like I said, you know, me mm-hmm. and the coach kind of had a falling out. So yeah, I'm just yeah. Um, focusing on the training aspect and, and all that. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, okay. That's pretty cool. Um, I mean, I my experience with, with like soccer, I used to play until just about uh, high school or whatever. I just played defense or whatever. I wasn't very good. I just played like a travel team and like a little bit of like wreck or whatever. I was never uh, too big into it, but I, I did like playing it. I had to choose between that and baseball. No, baseball, but um, yeah, you said you were like a center mid or like, or like. Okay, so yeah, I mean, so my experience with soccer really just in general is playing through like middle school and like not really even that much in high school, but like a little bit. Um, but I played defense a lot, and you played center mid, I think you said, or, or one of the yeah. side. Mid, yeah, uh, I played center mid um, mm-hmm. in high school, center defensive yeah. mid in high school, and then gotcha. for Salem was more of like a center mid uh, role as well. Okay. Um, can you – is that like attacking usually, or is that um, – what, what would you say you did? So for us uh, at Salem, we played a 4-4-2, but we were well mm-hmm. more of uh, focusing on the defensive aspect of things. Okay. Um, so shifting, making sure you know there's no guys open um, in the middle and the gaps – so when, when I went in, um, the coach kind of was, he's more of a defensive coach, you know, mm-hmm. um, offensively, uh, we kind of lacked, um, but you kind of play it by ear, especially, you know, the other center mids that we had were very knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if once, you know, if you see an opportunity to get the ball and take space, you mm-hmm. know, the other one would kind of drop more, more in the middle and kind of play that defensive as if he was by himself, gotcha. um, or if the other one kind of did it, um, but more so. Um, as a center mid, I personally didn't go up that much. I was more of like, you know, make that pass or, you know, support the outside guy or just drop in while the other one went up. Um, I was never more, I was never that, that creative of a player. Mm-hmm. Um, I was more <laughs> of like that simple, get the ball, you know, I could hit those, those balls on the run, the through balls, but, yeah. um, dribbling someone, taking someone one-on-one was, was yeah. definitely not my, my cup of tea. <laughs> I, I understand that when I play defense, all I do is just clear it. That's like basically all I did. I remember just <laughs> stopping the offense and then booting it. That's all I remember doing. Yeah, that's basically um, that's basically defending. <laughs> yeah, 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 true, fair. Um, so you said that you you had like an Instagram page and you like train people. So is that like what you kind of want to do in like the future, just like generally, um, or like as a side hobby, or as like a, a real job? It's something. Like... It's something that I've always um, wanted to do. Um, the only thing is like whether it would be able to, you know, give me a comfort living, you know, in yeah, terms yeah, of, yeah. cause it's definitely tough, but for now it's something that I kind of just do on the side while working mm-hmm. and I'm going to school. So yeah. I've done, I've done training back in Woburn with a goalie that I, he was a younger kid. He was going into high school that I got ready for high school mm-hmm. and I actually got him ready and he actually skipped freshman year and went straight to jv his Mm -hmm. freshman year so i got him ready for that um and then the kids or the guys i should say that go to salem um i've trained i trained with miley um the one that's on the the rev the new england revolution uh two team now Mm -hmm. i've trained him i've trained um 
a few first team all conference players. Damon, who I'm working with now, was a second team all conference last year. He wants to get the first team all conference and he's never won a championship. So he wants to get a ring. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm working with long term, though. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of just playing it out. Um, I've been working on a an in-depth guide. Like it's kind of like a 30 day, you know, workout program that I've kind of put together through all my notes and all my drills that I've done over the years. Mm -hmm. um, that's taking a while because I really want it to be perfect. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping to get that out by the end of the spring. That way I can have it for, it's going to be free. I'm just going to put it out for the guys just to, just to follow throughout the summer. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm kind of just taking it, you know, step by step. If it, if it leads to an opportunity where I can, you know, go into coaching or, or yeah. where I can go into personal training, mm -hmm. um, then that is, you know, that would obviously be something that I would entertain. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. My buddy who, um, who went to Endicott, he, he, people have a cross, but um, when he was done, he was their like defensive coordinator after that for a little bit, trying to figure out stuff. Um, so I know that's like definitely something that can happen, right? Like that's, yeah, it seems like yeah. a logical step. Our assistant coach this year was our captain midfielder that was mm -hmm. on the, the championship team in 2017, actually. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely good to keep those guys around, especially the younger, like having a younger coach. Um, I mean, even myself, like I, I tend to, you know, would gravitate and, and be able to, you know, relate more with a, a 23 or 24 year old um, assistant coach just because, you know, they're younger. Mm -hmm. They were in college. They like he won championships, whereas a coach who's, you know, 30 plus where it's like, yeah, you kind of look at him as more of like, you know, an adult and you can't really relate to him. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of think that's why they a lot of coaches do that. Right. Um, so, I mean, if that opportunity was ever there. I don't think this coach is ever going to do that uh, because of how, how things happen. But yeah, um, if there was an opportunity, you know, even in high school, I'm still close with the high school coach at Woburn. You know, if there was an opportunity mm -hmm. to come help him out, um, even though it's, you know, not a lot of pay, if anything. Right. Um, right. I would definitely like to give, you know, give back, especially to my city. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's that sounds good. Um, so you said that you were like working and also going to school and doing this how did you like manage your time i'm sure people if they're in college or planning on doing this in college want to know about that you know yeah um so in 2017 i didn't work i was just living at school and doing mm -hmm. soccer so it was mm -hmm. way i had a lot of free time yeah. this season it's it's a lot you have to have you have to be able to be good with your time and managing mm -hmm. your time um i was working in season like 28 hours um mm -hmm. And then full time and soccer. So it would be an average week would be like so I stacked my classes Wednesday, Friday. So I would mm -hmm. work Monday, Tuesday and Thursday and Saturday, Sunday, but Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, 10 to 3. Mm -hmm. And then I, I'd get out at 3, go straight to the athletic center, have practice like 4 to 6, get out at then, eat and then just do homework and then you know, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. It was, it was a lot. There was definitely not a lot of free time to do much. Yeah. Um, I, you know, grades were still fairly good, probably mm -hmm. not as good as if I wasn't doing all that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. But in terms of just the soccer aspect in 2017, I, I don't know how it is at the D2 or D1, probably way more committed because, you mm -hmm. know, you're traveling farther, there's more at stake. Mm -hmm. um, you know, other than the two hour practice and, you know, if it's a day before a game, the film and the, and the uh, scouting report, you know, it's probably, you know, two hours a day. If it's just a normal day, you show mm -hmm. up, you know, just for practice, 
you know, you get the workouts in, you know, you do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Um, there are, depending on programs, like, you know, you'll have to do fundraisers obviously, and go to, you have to go to school events to represent the team. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's definitely feasible to do, you know, if you're going, if you're, you know, a senior and you're, you're, you're going into college, but you know, you Mm want to, you need to work and you need to do school and you need to, you can definitely do it as long as you have a work, like my work was very flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I went from, you know, over the summer I was doing like 10 to fives, you know, 12 to nines, mm-hmm. but they were, they were flexible enough for the two year, two months of the season to be like, yeah, you can do those 10 to threes and then go straight to practice if, if that's what you need to do. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's definitely possible. Um, if I wasn't working, I probably would have been able to, you know, put in more work and, and be able to get workouts in before practice and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes life just gets in the way of that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. With all this stuff going on, it seems like life would get in the way. Definitely. Uh, you know, whatever else you were doing. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Um, do you have any like uh, funny stories from the team that you can share or any kind of, uh, you know, little fun anecdotes from uh, from your time playing at the school? Um. Yeah, I mean, there's, <laughs> sure, a, yeah. there's, I mean, there's one thing that everyone kind of just p- like picked on and held to this year was like, uh-huh. I, I, I always love the videos of like, you know, Tom Brady singing, saying like, let's go before the game. So, you know, yeah. I was always just like, I'd get so pumped before games. Uh-huh. I'd just be screaming like, let's go. And like, ah, oh, yeah. So, so you're like, come out of like yeah. yeah, basically. <laughs> so like, I'd come out of the locker room and, you know, we, we'd, we'd go down and, and, um, like two two rows and we walk out to the field and we come out of the gym doors and you know we're heading down the pathway that leads to the field um mm-hmm. and like i would just start like everyone would expect me to just start screaming oh yeah like as loud <laughs> as i can and it, it's like thunderous and like yeah. you know we come we come around the corner and like everyone on the field like the team's warming up and like the stands everyone's like what the hell is going on <laughs> um and it's just like something it was very weird and then like they'd say it like all the time like it was just one of those things that we just like gravitated towards and like kind of ran off of that energy. Yeah. Um, between that and like, um, just, I mean, there's little things that, you know, you'd never, you just don't, you, you won't remember unless, you know, someone brings it up or, or if you see that person, mm-hmm. you know, and that those are the things that, you know, college soccer was nice, you know, was to play and the experience to play, but I mean, the experience, the memories and, and the, the relationships that you build, you know, with those guys, I mean, you're together like six straight days for you right. know, hours on end, mm-hmm. you know, and you see them in, you know, study hall and all this thing. Um, and it's, it's an experience that, I mean, you'll probably know those guys and talk to them for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, those are the memories that, you know, I'll definitely hold on to. And um, I'm sure there's some others that I'd like to share that they probably don't want me to share so I'm yeah, yeah. gonna no worries, put no them worries. on the spot but, <laughs> but yeah for sure memories I'll hold on to cool cool great um okay I don't know if you uh want to talk about anything else or if there's anything left for us to um I would say yeah I mean if you're looking for you know I just say my my Instagram yeah um, shout it's, your stuff it's out just, shout your stuff it's out. just yeah. uh at b finer soccer so you know just regular b finer soccer um I've just had a little uh bit of a hiatus um in terms of posting on there but i've just started again mm-hmm. um so you know there'll be good drills on there i did a lot of individual training throughout my years by myself um mm-hmm. just to focus on myself so you know if that's a player that you don't have someone to train with a lot of individual drills a lot of duo drills um a lot of tips stuff like that so you know stuff that i could pass on to, to other players so if you're interested in that 
um, go give that a follow and you know I wish you the best of luck yeah yeah definitely we'll put that in uh in like the description of this and we'll we'll, we'll get it sorted out do you have like a twitter or anything because uh, I usually post this on twitter after yeah my um, twitter and- uh, is just at at Sean Wardy so it's just Sean W-A-R-D-Y um, no spaces no underscores no nothing um, so you can follow me on there. I always share my my posts on there too. Mm-hmm. I tweet out. I, I I'm not the best tweeter, but I, I retweet <laughs> some some fire tweets. So <laughs> that's all I all got. All right, so it's a good follow too. Not, yeah. not just for the uh, for the work, but that's good. <laughs> all right. Uh, I mean, thanks for coming on, man. This has been pretty enlightening for me. I like I said, I only played soccer for a little bit, but never at you know the NCAA level or college level. So it's pretty cool to like see into that stuff a little a little clearer, right? Yeah, for um, sure. Um, I, yeah. I appreciate you allowing me to come on and, you know, allow me to talk about my experiences and, you know, the route that, you know, you you don't have to play club. You don't have to, you know, pay for all these expensive trainers if you just have the work ethic to, to just get it done yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not saying we're we're not starved of content here, but I love having having people on talk about stuff. It's if you ever want to come back on, I'd be more than happy to have you talk about more experiences. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much, man. All right, cool. Um, thanks for coming on. I'll shout out your stuff on Twitter and everything. And uh, yeah, have a good day, man. All right, you too, man. Thanks. That's it for this episode of the Bacon Game Sports Pod. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And follow Jesse on Twitter at E-S-S-E-J-T-H-E-S-L.